Guys, we welcome to Below the Belt show for our special episode mm-hmm. 700. It's a milestone. We had to have two amazing superstars, um, great, intel- great, incredible talents, both in the music industry and acting. Um, Dia Frampton and Ashley Argata from the amazing rom-com that you can check out on December 4th, this Friday, called I Hate New Year's. Yes, uh, me too. Yes. Oh, you hate New Year's too? <laughs> I do, I really do. Uh, we welcome Halloween. Dia, who plays Lane, and Ashley Argata, who plays Cassie. Hello. Uh, thanks for being here on Below a- the Bell. A.K.A. A- K- Lassie. Oh, like the dog in the movie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Let's start about how both of you got involved in this project. Obviously, they're looking for actresses who could sing or singers that could act. Maybe like a good combo of both. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, yeah, it's always fun when you get, you know, I got an audition notice for it. And I think I've only done one project really where I've gotten to, um, to, uh, to sing and act on screen, which is really cool. So obviously that was really exciting for me. And I, it was just one of those things where you kind of just put it on tape and hope for the best. I kind of forgot about it after I filmed my audition for it. And then I got a call a couple weeks later that I got it. And then I was on a plane to Nashville. <laughs> Wow, I love it. It's awesome. And how about Dia? How did you get involved with this project? Um, kind of the same as Ashley. I just got a audition email. Um, I sent in a tape. I was really sick when I taped this too. I had a flu. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which I think maybe kind of calmed my nerves down because I was just so tired. I wasn't trying too hard. Yeah. Um, right. but yeah, I just sent in the tape and um. Same as Ashley, just try to forget about it. I think sometimes, well, in the past, I've really just thought about the audition. I hope I get the call. And now it's Monday. It's been five days. Like, it's over. And I just get in my head and get too attached to things. And so I've learned to kind of let things go. Um, And if, what is it? If you love it, let it go. If it loves you. And if it it comes comes back back to something. Yeah. If I really If you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it was always yours. If it doesn't, it never was. Something like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right? Is that like a sting song? Some, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. You love somebody, you set them free. I love it. And we're, yeah. we're also now joined by the director, Kristen Baker, of this great film, I Hate New Year's. Yes, Kristen. hello. Hi, Kristen. We're just talking about how Ashley and Dia got involved with the project. Kristen, you must have been wowed by their auditions, and or uh, was there another story behind uh, getting Ashley and Dia on board? No, I mean, I was definitely wowed by their auditions. I think a story that um, someone just brought to my attention the other day that I, I, I don't think I've told Dia this, um, that I completely forgot is the movie we made previous to this was called Season of Love. And there was a character in there named Sue. And while we were out to one actress, we had Dia on, like, hold as our backup. Mm-hmm. And which I completely, 
I know. I completely forgot. Whoa, what? If Dom had turned <laughs> this down, we were going to Dia, and I was talking to our writer, Kat, who's like a big Dia fan. She goes, yeah, Dia was our Sue backup. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, yeah, don't you remember? And I was like, no. I don't. So Dia has apparently been on our radar for a very, very long time. Um, but yeah, okay, so she, but her, um, we, her, both their audition tapes were um, amazing. And so it was just, there was no, um, no, no question, um, that they were, they were our leads. They yeah. were, um, Lane and Cassie. Right. So, so Kristen, you're obviously looking for great, a combination of great acting ability as well as singing ability. I guess, uh, the performance yes. is also very important. And of course the, uh, I've seen your show with your sister, Meg, I'm a fan of your, your you guys, and I think you guys are amazing. And of course, I watched oh, your season. You. I watched your season as of uh, of the Voice, and I think it's amazing that um, you know after the success as an artist, you you've uh, now um, you know uh, moved into the acting world. And uh, you know, I saw that you had an episode of Criminal Minds, which I actually watched on Netflix today to kind of see some of your acting yeah. work. But I think, Dia, you've you've done really amazing uh with, with your acting i mean i already know you're an amazing singer but to see your acting uh that was awesome oh thank you it's uh it's been a long journey but very fun and working on films like this is just always the greatest lesson to watch people like ashley and candace and work with Kristen. so i feel like it's just free class with the ultimate people to learn from so it's been really great did the acting, um, the acting bug start like maybe after you moved to Los Angeles or how did that come about? Um, it kind of started by accident right after The Voice. People just came to me with these really great opportunities because that was kind of the moment when the floodgate was open and right. I just been on national television. So I got auditions for a lot of films and TV and um, a lot of musical stuff like Glee. I think I auditioned for Glee like four or five different characters. Oh, wow. Um, but I was just really terrible. I, I never acted before. I didn't know what it was. I sent in terrible audition tapes. Um, I was awful for a really long time. And that's when I thought, well, I like this. I'm not good at it, but I like it. And uh, there was always kind of that drama nerd in me from school. And so I thought, you know, let's get into class. Let's get into improv. Let's get it. Let's go to the Groundling. Let's go to UCB. Let's go to yes. film and theater class in L.A. So I kind of just dove into school and classes. And I did a few plays with friends and would kind of just do anything, anywhere to uh, to learn. Yeah. And I got to say, the episode of Criminal Minds, wow, that opening scene scared the f out of me <laughs> it scared the f out of me too because that was my first time doing anything and i was like just pretend like you know what you're doing <laughs> that's and, uh, been my thing well the episode was two years old i guess we can say that there was a um um uh a, there was a body in the morgue and um your co i guess um co-forensic technician kind of play a little prank on you and raise the body up, pretend it was like the living dead. Um. Yeah. I actually uh, filmed that. We filmed that the day Trump became president. Oh my God, in 2016. <laughs> so everybody on set was kind of like, uh. 
<laughs> the fear in that scene is real. <laughs> that was great, great. Ashley, you started acting at, at a very young age. You played I young did. Nala on Broadway. <laughs> I, think that, I mean, of course, that's amazing. I mean, obviously, having uh, that background on Broadway certainly helps with, with the performance aspect. But um, tell us a, a little bit about your journey from the stage to screen. Yeah, I started acting. My mom put me into classes when I was five because I guess I spoke in really silly accents when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, your time would be best spent in an acting class. And to be honest <laughs> with you, I like I liked it, but I was always so I was really shy growing up. So I was always so afraid to be on camera. Um, and then I kind of focused on singing for a really long time and acting kind of just took a backseat. And then when I was 11, I did Lion King. And that's kind of when I started it again. And I really loved it. And then I didn't do anything for quite some time. I did some more singing gigs. And then when I turned 15, I got my show on Nickelodeon. And then it kind of all just went uphill from there. That's amazing. The Fosters got a lot yeah. of great, uh, uh, TV credits and, and film credits. That's amazing. So now you guys are part of this amazing film. So let's talk about it. Um, I think it's the perfect rom-com, obviously. Um, now, um, I guess we're not going to be releasing this till the 4th, so I guess if it's okay, Kristen, can we talk about some aspects of the film? Sure, absolutely. Okay, great. Well, first of all, uh, I guess it's... Uh, I, I love the opening scene when your characters meet for, you know... Well, not meet for the first time, but meet for after so many years, I guess. And Ashley, your character, Cassie, is wearing a very sexy nighty. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. So you, you got you gotta give the people what they want, Al. Uh yes. And and, and I, I and I definitely um concur. Um, so 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 Cassie right away I liked that scene. Uh, yeah, I if I'm being honest for episode seven hundred of So Cassie already has she, <laughs> she really had on her mind that she really wanted me. I thought it was so cute. I thought yeah. it was really cute. Thank you. Yeah. Can we talk about the comfortability level with some of the kissing scenes? I mean, obviously, you, you both of you had to get to know each other. I'm sure. Was there like an icebreaker or some kind of, I don't know, something <laughs> when you finally had to film those scenes? Dee, do you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I can see you pointing yourself like, eh? <laughs> She's like, me, you. I'm actually really comfortable kissing people on camera. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm If I have to kiss somebody in real life, I'm kind of like, uh, I, I need oh, one more okay. drink. I need, uh, <laughs> like, what? Uh, like, Same. Yeah, it's just so weird. But kissing people on camera is really awesome and cool and really I'm fine with it um I'm and I, luckily I've never had to kiss anybody that is rude or that <laughs> you know I don't want to be around um I've always had really cool uh co-stars and yeah. 
the, I think the only thing that I was worried about was it was kind of cold outside and I was like, oh, my nose is running. Like I was trying to not blow my nose, but then trying not to like just have no makeup around my face because I was blowing right. my nose and then reapplying chapstick and um, lipstick. And yeah, I was just kind of like on booger patrol because I was like the last <laughs> is for Ashley to be around like that disgusting stuff but I remember us also being super like careful with that scene because it was it was towards the end of shooting and it was when COVID was getting a little like crazy but also like no one knew anything about it remember it was like we didn't know like do we wear a mask do like are we okay being around people and we were so nearly done with the movie and we were about to shoot the scene and I remember Dia and I I think we brushed our teeth like 65 quadrillion times (laughs) when we shot that scene (laughs) like constantly (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was in March. I literally got, got home um, the day before Safer at Home started Thank in God California. You finished so the film, my God. Yeah, I know. You yeah, it was not. Shortly after Kristen, that would have been a headache, right? Had, oh yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, I knew. Oh yeah, I knew someone who um, L.A. got shut down to, um, and she had two days left of shooting. And I was like, oh my God! Like I just could feel that gut punch. Yeah. So we our movie wrapped the fourteenth. And I think lockdown was the 16th. So we got everyone on a plane the 15th. Um, I think, I think Dia went home the 16th, but yeah. Still have the rap rap party or no? Hell no. No, we had, (laughs) we had had a very small gathering of like just the like main actors and a couple of like above the line folks. But we just, yeah, we were, everyone was like, yeah, just on edge. Cause I think the NBA shut down. The Wednesday like, before we the when yes yeah, so like their their kissing scene was on Friday the thirteenth actually and so oh. NBA shut down wow. yeah. the best luckiest day date in the world you could pick right yeah it's right so Friday weird the it's so weird uh-huh. what you remember isn't it like what dates like stick in your head it's like and then yeah. this happened I can't remember that Dia was cast in almost cast in my early movie but I can remember <laughs> what dates that you know like different wow. things wrapped on so but yeah um so it was yeah so we just didn't really want to have like obviously for obvious reasons like big gatherings but we have a really really small this had a really small cast and we we just had because we're an indie movie we have a really small crew so luckily for us um you know there wasn't like as much exposure as you would have if you were on like you know a set with like 150 people or something like that okay and you shot in nashville tennessee uh kristen this is your hometown is this why you shot the majority it is. Um, yep. And it makes sense because it it's Music City, baby, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Live music everywhere. Yeah, Ashley. Mu- yeah, how, I, I yeah, how did you enjoy your experience? Thank you. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah, it's really it's good. So good. I yeah. love Nashville. I've um my songwriting partner lives in Nashville. Um, so I also got some work done there while I was filming the movie, which was great. Um but I love that I can literally go to one bar and like jazz music's playing. And then the next bar is like country music and then rock music. Like I am obviously such a huge music lover and to be able to just walk down the street and hear every single type of music you could ever possibly want is so incredible to me. There's a scene in the movie that actually reminded me of uh, when Jewel uh, sang karaoke incognito. And that was when Dia, your character, Lane, uh, 
sang uh, your hit song <laughs> to an audience, and with the sunglasses, you're trying to go incognito. So I, I kind of <laughs> like that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that aspect of the film. I thought that was kind of interesting with that tie-in there. Um, tell us, obviously, um, your your um, your it's your own voices. All all the actors are singers as well. How does that how does that process work when you're 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 obviously lip syncing the song and then you're recording in the studio, or is it is it one of those cases where you're actually singing the song and the boom mic is picking up? No, your no, they we they went into the studio uh, okay. before coming to Nashville. Ah, yeah. It's interesting to see some different movie magic. I remember the movie uh, the the huge act of Lemons a Rob. Supposedly mm-hmm. they sang <laughs> on the spot. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they had an earpiece in and like piano. Yeah. Accompaniment. Yeah. Oh, very cool. That's crazy. Yeah. We just what? did playback and, and the it was their voices that they were hearing. And yeah, I just I really loved the whole soundtrack. Like when because so Al will send me all these movies to watch and it's usually like sometimes it's horror movies or it's like these really like heavy like race relations and stuff and like this i like the very beginning like the five minutes in when um dia's character is sitting at the psychic i literally texted al i go oh you know this is my type of movie (laughs) and then like it was all the singing and i was like it's just it was fun it was light but it was like a romance and like even though you've got the like lgbtq like community like you're yes. not even thinking about you're not even thinking about that like which I thought was really nice you don't see that a lot like it just was a nice love story with a lot of good music and like I just I really enjoyed it I yeah. I like I need I need the music like on my phone <laughs> yeah it was really good I really will, thank will you mu- Morgan will the music yeah. be available to stream or download anymore it was good no I know oh. no poor Ashley and Dia have to hear this answer every time so we have a we have a it's a it's a super indie movie and you know so we only were able to get rights for to play to play it in the movie but i keep telling people if you if we get a whole bunch of people to download and rent it and like get millions of people to buy it we can afford to like buy the music and get the soundtrack which of course we would like love to do so you know but we yeah we were only able to afford rights for um uh you know for 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 movie as opposed to like the rights for the movie and the soundtrack okay all right yeah so get out there and if you love the music get out there and buy it yes just buy the film on vod on the fourth on the fourth i'm gonna tell everyone i'm gonna tell people too how did you uh, how did candace kane become involved uh, with the film i um a, yes very very pivotal role in this film. i know yeah we were oh my gosh we were so lucky to get candace so we were really we wanted marley's character to be um the marley zelina character to be like something I, originally we had we were going out to like like these women with like obviously like big personalities or who had like definitely like, you know, we were looking for like a woman of color or like, and a trans woman did not even like cross my mind. And my um, casting director called me and she goes, she, we were like going through like a list of people and she goes, well, I was pitched Candace Kane today. What about Candace Kane? And like, right when she said her name, I was like, Oh, 
it's going to be Candace Kane. I was like, it doesn't matter who we go. I could go out to 50 people at the right. end of the day. Like it's going to be Candace Kane and it's perfect and it makes sense. And she's amazing. I'm a huge magicians fan and loved her as the fairy queen. So I was like, yes. Um, and so, and then she said yes. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. And she's just so lovely and fun and loves to play and just, yeah. And she would, she would come in with, uh, rewrites every day to, to the script. I'd be like, all right, Candace, what, what rewrite do we have today? And they were, (laughs) so she, she's awesome. She's amazing. Wow. Interesting. So not only the characters, but the actors are also representing the LGBT community as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, we don't have, I was, I, I was mentioning this. We of our, if you look at our top five leads, um, Dia, Ashley, Candace, um, uh, Freddie, who's played by Andrew, and um, Tamiko, who plays mm-hmm. um, the um, the agent, Tony. Tony. In mm-hmm. in our top five, we do not have um, like a straight white male. He was a ba- he like, was a back he was a background. Nice. Actor. We have some background. background. We do. We have we have a guy who that the security guard is a straight white guy. That is accurate, Al, and I need to let them know you pointed that out. Um, Oh my God! Al's Al's like that should have been my role. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, all right. I will let Jim know. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, and that's like you know all what most movies are. And so yeah. I'm just like super proud that we have such diversity and representation and we tell a, a really like fun, heartwarming story. And certainly so, certainly, certainly so. And interesting part about the, the uh, Candace's character, uh, she, she breaks the fourth wall. That, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was She's in the script. Was that was in the script. And I was huh? like, if, if anyone's going to break the fourth wall, it's going to be Candace Kane. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it worked. That was cool. I, yeah. I had I had a uh, there's a review out there by like I think like a ten year old um, oh. boy who did not like that we broke the fourth wall. He like <laughs> wrote that in his review. I was like, oh, okay, you didn't like that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and the title. Uh, um, did you um, go through a, a phase where you're trying to think of the appropriate title, or did you know right away it was I hate New Year's Eve? No, I didn't. So I had, I had always had the idea of shooting something all on new year's and I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. And someone goes, they were obviously talking about new year's and someone says, Oh, I hate new year's. And I was like, Oh my God, that's the title of this movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Interesting. It it stuck. Yeah. Yeah. How do each of you feel about new year's even? How do you think you'll celebrate now with the pandemic? I've I mean, always just been so so about New Year's Eve. Like I yes, I I've, yes. I've just never been like a person who like I'm not a person who likes to go out really. So oh, like yeah. going out was never like a a thing that I wanted to do on New Year's Eve. Okay. Um now though, um my New Year's Eve is very romantic and I go to the rooftop of my building with my fiance and we dance to La Vie en Rose when mm-hmm. the clock strikes 12. Oh. Aww. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Very nice. That's the, the rooftop is the perfect, I'm just perfect pandemic location. Yeah. 
the rooftop, open air. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Dia? What's, what's your New Year's plan? And do you yeah. hate New Year's? <laughs> Last year, I think I was asleep by like oh, 10 p.m. Were you really? This year, I have a feeling, I just had a vision of myself just like alone in my apartment, eating ice cream, like writing down some goals. No. <laughs> <laughs> some good books to read. I've been oh. planning a lot of like what I want to do when the world opens up. Right. Um, That's good. That is good. I don't know. Why were, why were you asleep at 10 p.m. last year? I'm in my I mean, She's busy. She was <laughs> and I was at home and nobody really parties there at all or does anything. I was in Utah and so I was kind of like, oh, well, yeah. all right. I don't know what to do. I never know what to do. Even when I do yeah. go to parties, I'm kind of like, what do I do here? Yeah, yeah New Year's is definitely overrated. <laughs> the biggest holiday. How, about how about Kristen? How how are you ringing in the new year for 2021? Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna be shooting a movie very soon after that, so I will be oh, probably working okay. in pre-production on New Year's Eve, hanging out with my parents in Nashville. But normally, I like New Year's, and the movie was sort of based on the fact that I used to rent a limo with my friends on New Year's Eve in Nashville and we would drive all around the city going to like different parties and different places and just like hopping out and running and like, yay. And then like hopping back in the car and like, where are we going next? And people had like different houses. I want to do parties. that. That sounds yeah. fun. It That's was, what I want. And in Nashville, and it probably is not the case in LA, but I was really surprised at how reasonable a limo was. I was like, really? <laughs> I would have thought it would have been like surge pricing, like mm -hmm. an Uber, but it was relatively like, it wasn't crazy when you split it with all the people. So, mm -hmm. you know, when, but I'm obviously COVID will not, will prevent that from happening, oh, but yeah. that's what, yeah. So all the, them going around town in the car um, and going to different spots was inspired by true, you know, true events. True I mean, events. I sing because I'm not a singer right. or anything. But, yeah, I was totally inspired by actual stuff that happened uh, on New Year's. Yeah. Well, um, let's go into, like, future projects now. Of course, uh, best of luck for this film. I'm looking forward to it. Kristen, you alluded to, alluded to going on to your next project already. You're ready for your yeah, next film. I, I am, yeah. Well, I just got a call from my casting director um, tonight. So, well, not just, but it was a couple hours ago. But, yeah, we're going out to... Uh, some folks, I, I don't mention a name yet because it's not signed on the dotted line, um, but it's called Christmas at the Ranch. It's another holiday rom-com. Oh, um, Dia is uh. playing one of our leads, so I'm very yes, excited to work nice. with what? Dia again. Really? And we're, I'm actually, we're casting her love interest. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll be shooting <laughs> that again in Nashville. I'm an actor. <laughs> I mean, I I love a holiday rom-com. Like, I have a list of, like, I, like I'm just like, what holiday rom-com can I watch next? And, like, I have groups of friends. Like, we just live for this. So yes. thank you for ma thank you for making another one. We all Dia, love who, who do you like, want to play? You're who welcome. Would you, who would you jump for joy <laughs> to play your love interest in the second film? Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Okay. Odd. 
it's a good, it's a, it's a, so we're, we're going to, <laughs> she was are great. We go- that's a good one <laughs> i just watched audrey plaza in the happiest season, season. Mm-hmm. and i was like oh, nice. so hot and She's why great i get so upset i mean i guess i'm ruining it for people but i just wanted everybody to end up with her because yeah. She's so totally. I love her. I was mad. Kristen, are we doing the same theme with the LGBT thing for the second film, or are we going? Um, yeah, you know, no, that's you know, all I fun? make, Al. I just like the ladies. Ah, there you <laughs> go. Yes. Well, that answers my question. Okay. Yep. Interesting. All right. Uh, so, Dia, you're going to be um, in this next project with Kristen, which is amazing. Thea, any other upcoming project, especially music? Um, I know you just had an album last year with your sister, um, and yeah. I love some of the tracks. I, I play some of your music, the Black uh, Wedding song. I love that song. And, of course, I love some of your earlier tracks like Monster, and the EDM version is so dope. Um, <laughs> love Monster. Roses is probably one of my favorite songs by you guys. What do we have coming up for music? Um, wow, you knew a lot of the old ones. I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, that's probably I actually, when I saw your show, I think, around that year. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah. yeah, Meg and I, my sister and I actually Zoom wrote today, which is so weird because I'll kind that's of awesome. write something on the guitar and she's like, okay, mute yourself. I'm going to record this and send it to you over text and then you listen to it and see if you like that melody. And then we kind of go back and forth really slowly and, um, it's definitely a lot slower process, but because of the nature of writing over Zoom, our music has actually sounded a lot softer okay. because we usually write with producers in the room with like drum machines and electronic ideas and kind of build that way. And now since it's been on Zoom quarantined, it's like I sent her a little acoustic guitar thing. She sends me a piano thing. So everything's sounding a lot more organic just because of the nature of this you year. Live in op- different states? Do you live in different states, you and Meg? She's in Austin, and I'm ah. in Austin. So, yeah, and she was supposed to come fly in. We were supposed to meet up for Christmas, but now my family's not. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Um, COVID's yeah. going to mess up Christmas. God damn it. <laughs> I know. COVID Christmas. Whatever. Uh, Are you still in touch with your old coach, um, Blake Shelton? (laughs) I haven't talked to him in a long time. But we did did talk after The Voice for a few years, and he's super kind. Um, Nice. He actually, when when the show ended, we went on tour with him, and um, I moved to L.A., and he paid for my apartment for six months. What? Wow. Yeah, so I was able to just be out in L.A. without worrying about rent. So um, nice. Awesome. Yeah, it's so, and it's just the things that he, he just does it. He doesn't mm-hmm. kind of text you and is like, here's your apartment. Like, the keys are here. You have it until this day. Like, he just does things like that. And it's so nice and unexpected. And, um, and it was really helpful because I just moved and didn't have to worry about rent and just worked on mm. making a new record without other pressure. That is so cool. Very nice That's human. awesome. Wow. And Ashley, let's talk about your upcoming projects. Uh, Yeah, I shot, I was very lucky to shoot another project in quarantine. I shot another film in quarantine. So I don't know when it's going to come out, but it's called Don't Log Off um, with Ariel Winter from Modern Family and Luke Benward. Yeah. Um, And they were, it was cool. It was like, it was a ton of my friends that I like grew up with on Nickelodeon and Disney and and they wrote this and put it together and it was really fun. Um, And then I've just been 
filling my time. I host a podcast as well with my fiance. So we are doing interviews Ooh. for it. Dia's interview comes out on Monday. Kristen's interview is already out. So we've just been busy oh. FaceTiming and Zooming our guests yeah. as well and interviewing them over throw, the internet now. Throw, please throw out your podcast, please. Uh, it's called Mismo, M-I-S-M-O. We interview actors and directors and just anyone in the artistic community and talk to them about the day-to-day life of what it. it's like to be an actor. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Same too. So it's awesome. I'm More. sorry. And Ashley, it was it was really funny because I was like, I know I know her, and I'd seen you in True Jackson. <laughs> Oh, no. Like years, year. I was like, that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. So I'm all grown up now. But yes, yes, to yes. Jackson. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. awesome. Thank you for watching. Well, wow, this I love Disney. Amazing interview uh, with um, the stars of I Hate New Year's, Dia Frampton and Ashley Argoto, and of course. The director, Kristen Baker, thank you so much for being a part of Below the Belt Show. If we could get a promo with the three of you stating who you are, your character in the film, and, of course, Kristen, the director of the film, and just let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. That would be amazing whenever you're ready. Who do you want to go first? Um, Let's go alphabetical. Or... That'd be oh, Ashley, man. No That's me. <laughs> okay. Ash, Ashley, Kristen, when with Dia. All right. Here. Hey, I'm Ashley Argoda. I play Cassie and I hate New Year's, and this is Below the Belt Show. Hey, y'all. This is Kristen Baker, the director of I Hate New Year's, and this is the Below the Belt Show. Love it. Hello, everyone. My name is Dia Frampton. I play Lane in I Hate New Year's, and this is the Below the Belt show. Yes. Yay. Awesome. Amazing. Let's awesome. do a, let's do a screenshot, everybody. Oh, screenshot, everybody. Wait, wait. Smile. Let me get ready. Okay. <laughs> On the count of three. One, two, three. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> what a noise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> The like noise is so Time for the percolator. <laughs> um, but Stop, uh, thank Al. you. I know that's, that's an old school reference. Thank you so much, Ashley, Dia, Kristen, for being thank a part of the show. Um, thank you. And we look forward to Kristen and Dia's upcoming film um, shooting uh, next year. So, uh, wow, Dia, it's good to see you uh, back to back movies with Kristen. So, I love it. Wow, I think that's amazing. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Happy holidays to all of you. Merry Christmas or whatever uh, holiday that you celebrate. And thank you so much for being a part of the show. It was amazing, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Happy thank holidays. You thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Roses, roses.